Welcome to The Shift Show with Adriana Bucci. Join me every week to learn all about narcissistic abuse recovery, healing from physical and emotional pain after the abuse, and everything else to do with toxic people and how they affect your physical, emotional, and mental health. And no, you are not the crazy one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Let's get right to it. Welcome to episode number nine of The Shift Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about what the heck does the narcissist want from you? And the short answer is they want an emotional reaction from you. And the long answer, I'm going to get into it. Um, So have you ever noticed that when you try to go low or no contact with a narcissist, you somehow get either guilted into having contact again, or they start blowing up your phone or... You know, you've made the decision to either go completely no contact or low contact and then they seem to somehow telepathically know that you did this, whether or not you told them about it, and then all of a sudden they are in turbo mode trying to get into contact with you. So... You know, this could be in the form of them either blowing up your phone, being super nice to you, fake apologizing, and making you feel super guilty for not talking to them anymore, or talking to them less, or, you know, making you feel stupid in some way, shape, or form. And this is a super tempting scenario for you to give in and start to talk to them again. So either, you know, if you have gone lower contact, it might tempt you to be more in contact and try to explain more stuff or if you have gone no contact altogether it might tempt you to go low contact and um, it's completely normal because any human who is being like attacked or you know verbally slandered in some way or questioned as to why like you know like they're being made felt they're being made to feel guilty about lowering or eliminating contact it's completely completely normal because you want to prove yourself you want to prove it to them and whoever they're talking about behind your back that you're not a monster and you know you're you're doing this for good reasons which is all completely valid and you don't want to be seen as an asshole to somebody who is appearing to try their hardest to make things right And you also don't want to be seen as an overly sensitive person who's also a jerk and took things way out of context. But the thing is, if you have gotten to the point where you've decided to go low or no contact, you're not taking anything out of context. You've obviously gone through a cycle of abuse and seen the patterns over and over and over. And this is a perfect example of the narcissist trying again. And you might be wondering what the hell the narcissist wants from you at this point and you might be asking yourself will I ever be good enough and what do you do with all these thoughts that are like running rampant through your through your head and with your phone blowing up at the same time or getting phone calls or like they're even visiting you or whatever you would do what any normal person would do which is to react and this is exactly where the narcissist wants you they want you in a reactive state whether it's a positive or a negative reaction. And in this case, the situation that I've been describing, it's probably a more negative reaction, but either way, they don't care. And 
sometimes it's better for the narcissist that you have a negative reaction because then it takes the attention off of them being a terrible person and it makes you look like you're dramatic even though you have completely valid reasons to be reacting. And be advised that narcissists use all kinds of dramatic strategies and tactics to get you to react. And it's really, really hard not to react while you're being badgered by someone else into reacting. So if you have reacted and you feel bad about it, don't because this is completely normal. And just being aware of this is the first step to, you know, changing it because you can't change anything without acknowledging it. And the reality is that your reaction is the narcissist's addiction they their supply is somebody's emotional reaction if you're not reacting they don't care about you anymore they you have no use for them and you know they'll they'll basically leave you alone and that's that's why this whole process of going low contact to begin with and then eventually no contact is so difficult because they start with the guilt with the guilt tactics and You don't know it at first, but the more you continue not reacting to them, the more you continue to gray rock them, and gray rocking is just taking on the persona and the excitement of a gray rock where you're just super boring. The more you do that, the less they're going to engage with you, but it doesn't look like it's true at first because at first they are going to do whatever they can to try and get you into a reactive state again. So it's important to know this. And narcissists are super predictable in this sense because they will, they'll start, they'll do whatever they can in order to get you to react. And you are probably going to react and that's okay. But if you react a little bit less the next time, now that you're aware of this, then that is progress. And eventually you just won't react at all because you'll start noticing the pattern. So it takes some time and repetition to give yourself the proof that you need on how the situation's going to play out because it always plays out exactly the same. Now, this does not mean for people who are in a domestic violence, like physical violence situation, like you need to actually go get law enforcement involved in that. This is strictly for emotional narcissistic abuse so just want to make that clear and have that little disclaimer there but yeah so basically the narcissist is going to do whatever it takes to get their fix on your reaction that they are addicted to and like i said if nothing else just be aware of this and awareness is the first step because there's nothing wrong with you because reacting is completely normal and As you witness this playing out as predictably as it does, you'll eventually see the place of desperation that the narcissist is coming from to get their supply. So this doesn't mean that you should should or need to feel bad for them, first of all. Um, It just means that you understand where their twisted mindset is coming from and they're hell-bent on getting what they want regardless of how it makes you or other people feel. And that's pretty messed up because as a normal empathic person, you would not go out of your way to get a reaction out of someone just because that's what you want. 
right? So it's really hard to wrap your head around. And if it is hard to wrap your head around, that is great because that means you're not a narcissist. And, you know, like it is, it is really difficult to wrap your head around this twisted way of thinking because if that's not the way that you think, then obviously it doesn't make any sense. So my advice is to just not try and make sense out of it because then you're going to drive yourself crazy. (laughs) So the point is you are on the receiving end of their attempts at getting you back in their life because you're concerned about how they feel, which is totally normal. That is the most normal thing ever because they put on an act. They, they're very convincing sometimes. I mean, sometimes not, but there are some narcissists out there that can be super convincing that they're being genuine. That they genuinely do feel bad that you don't want to be in contact with them or whatever. And you might start feeling bad for them. And that's super normal, super human, and not something for you to feel bad about. Just be aware of it. And just be aware that of what they're doing with absolutely no regard to how you feel. Like they don't feel guilty that they're driving you absolutely batshit crazy. They don't, they don't care. They just care about getting the supply. They just care about getting your reaction. And it's very sociopathic. Like it's, it's pretty messed up. And that fact that they have zero regard on how any of this makes you feel is the validation that you need to realize that you are doing the right thing by lowering or eliminating contact with a narcissist. Even if it's family, even if it's a parent, even if it's a sibling, even if it's, I don't care who it is. The point is their behavior is not okay and they are not going to change. You cannot change other people by in any way because change comes from within that individual person has to decide that they want to make a change and they have to acknowledge that something's wrong. So a narcissist is not going to acknowledge that they've done anything wrong. They don't care. It's one of those things that you just have to accept that they really don't give a shit about how you feel. They just care about how they feel and they're going to do whatever it takes for them to feel how they want to feel. And basically by reacting, it gives them a sense of power it's it's really sick. Like it just it doesn't make sense. Like I can't even explain this in a way that makes sense because it just does not make sense. And trying to make sense out of this, like I said, is only going to make you go crazy. <laughs> so like I said, awareness is the first step. And what to do in this situation. And I know a lot of people might be stuck with narcissists right now during the COVID-19 quarantine. And that this is a time for you to start practicing gray rocking. Like if you're stuck at home with a narcissistic parent or, you know, sibling or whatever, like a spouse, now is a time to start doing the emotional work on yourself and processing your emotions because that's going to help you get through this time and allowing yourself to feel the emotions that come along with what you're going through is the key to healing there's a difference between feeling an emotion and acting on an emotion so being aware of that is the first step understanding that you don't have to act on every emotion that comes your way is what's going to help you to understand that you can just simply sit there and feel the emotion and allow it to run through your body, run its course, allow the discomfort in, and then it's going to go away. And I 
will leave a link to my ebook at the description of this. It's only $7 and it is a good step-by-step -step guide on how to do the emotional work. I also have just launched a course that is based on my book and it's a 12-week course which is a super comprehensive course and step-by-step -step guide as well on how to do the emotional work. So I will have the links for both of those. And with the course right now, I have a promotion going on that you save $100 if you sign up for it before March 23rd. So I will have the link for that as well in the comment, in the um, description part of this. So if you have nothing else to do during this kind of quarantine self-isolation time right now, that is a good place to start on learning how to feel your emotions because that's going to help you with so much. It's going to help you with the anxiety towards this outbreak. It's going to help you towards anxiety towards dealing with a narcissist. It's going to help you to discover your own emotions and how to deal with a narcissist and allow you to have that clarity in order to be able to do the emotional work. So yeah, step number one is doing the emotional work. I went on a little bit of a tangent there. But uh, yeah, so the emotional work, step number one. Step number two is to, I mean, this should be step number one, is to understand that there is nothing wrong with you. So it, it is very important to realize that there is nothing wrong with you. You're having a normal reaction to someone's desire for you to react. And by caring about how other people feel, that's totally normal. It means you're human. So understand that there's nothing wrong with you. And like you didn't cause this person to abuse you. Nobody deserves to be abused for any reason. People choose to be abusive. So look at it this way. You are being abused right now. You did not choose it. And you are not going to choose to abuse somebody else just because you have been abused. So look at it that way. Because yeah, sure, you want to say hurt people hurt people, that's fine. Yeah, they do. But you're also hurt. And are you actively choosing to hurt people to get what you want? No, because then I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast. <laughs> so, you know, and then there's, you know, there's situations where you have unwittingly hurt people to get what you want because... You know, if you've been in a narcissistic situation for a long time, that's like you learn that, but eventually you realize that that's wrong and that's the difference. And it's, you know, it's water under the bridge. It is what it is. Nobody is perfect. We all hurt people, whether we know we do or not. But when you damn well know that you're hurting somebody and you continue to do it, that is your choice. So people make a choice to be abusive. So don't blame yourself if you are being abused. And gray rocking, like I've mentioned in a previous episode, is the best option right now if going no contact is not an option. So if you're stuck in social distancing right now with a narcissistic person, you need to learn how to be a gray rock. And it just really means to be as boring as possible. You take on the persona and the excitement and the thrill of a gray rock. Boring AF. Talk about the weather. Don't react. And just literally like be exactly how a gray rock would react. How was your day today? Oh, it was fine. Like, you know, just leave it at short one word answers. Don't get into anything really. And they'll eventually start leaving you alone. 
at first they might start with the theatrics and trying to get you to react again but eventually if you continue sticking to the gray rock method they will stop i promise you you just have to be consistent and continue doing it and yeah practice self-care whatever that looks like for you self-care looks different for everybody and self-care looks different in one on one day than it does the next day so it could be a hot bath one day it could be crying your eyes out for a few hours the next day whatever self-care looks like to you allow yourself to do your own self-care and understand that it's not worth staying in contact with a narcissist in order for you to prove a point to others that you're a good person it's very tempting to want to set the record straight and make sure people know that you're a good person and the point is if you know deep down in your heart that you are a good person you know that you've done nothing wrong that's all that matters and it's hard to believe this at first because I, I had such a hard time with this, trust me. So I, I get it. Like I understand all the objections coming up right now. But once you do the emotional work, you will see how little what other people think of you matters. If others want to side with the narcissist, that's their loss. And they're also probably toxic themselves. And you don't really need those people in your life either. And even if they're not toxic and they're just like completely brainwashed and under the spell of the narcissist, it is on that person to figure it out for themselves. Because like I said earlier, you have no control over other people. You can only control yourself. So by you doing your own emotional work on yourself, you can allow yourself to distance emotionally from the narcissistic person and to eventually stop caring about what anyone really thinks about you. And... It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It does take doing the work. So the most effective way to do the work is to just release those emotions. And why is it so important to release your emotions? Well, imagine that you've been repressing your emotions and walking on eggshells for a very long time in order to keep a narcissist happy. Where do your repressed emotions go? They literally go nowhere and they stay in your body. And this is why, chances are, if you have been narcissistically abused for an extended period of time, you might have pain in your body because the emotions stay in your body. So this can turn into chronic pain, mystery symptoms, and being in a state of confusion, questioning all of your life choices, wondering why you're the one, wondering if you're the one who's losing your mind in sanity. And this is all a result of having trapped emotions. Once you release those emotions, not only do you get them out of your body, you get them out of your mind and you can heal more effectively and be less confused, which is super important, especially these days. And imagine just being able to question yourself less or not at all eventually. Imagine if you could just trust your gut instinct and stand in your power and not be guilted during a narcissistic rage or smear campaign. So really you do owe it to yourself to do the inner emotional work and the sooner you start the sooner you gain your own sense of clarity so doing the emotional work like i said there's there's resources out there journaling is a free resource for you to use on doing the emotional work so literally the best way of journaling for this type of situation is just rage journal write about whatever the hell is on your mind for 20 minutes uncensored once that timer is done you rip up that piece of paper 
And even if you don't know what you want to write about, just put the pen on the paper and start writing. Even if you're writing swear words over and over and over for 20 minutes, that's fine. Even if you're writing, I hate this person, I hate this person, I hate this person over and over and over, that's okay. Just do that for 20 minutes. Whatever your hand feels calls called to write or you know if you can't physically write because you know like I understand completely chronic pain carpal tunnel was something that I went through so you know that could be an actual roadblock for you use dictation software and then delete the file after so there's many different ways that you can journal like if you have to get creative with it because maybe you can't physically write there's options out there there's dictation software You can type it out, but there's something special about writing it physically with pen and paper. And you don't need a special notebook because you're destroying that paper anyways. And you just get all of those thoughts out onto the paper and then you destroy them. It's very important to destroy the paper. That is where the healing begins because it kind of creates a little subconscious message in you to delete whatever you just wrote. And chances are you might write about the same thing multiple times in different journaling sessions over a span of weeks and that's okay just keep doing it this is a free way of getting your emotions out if you're looking for other ways for it i do have my resources like i mentioned earlier there is my book and there is my course so i will have links for both of those in the description and i will end this episode here i hope that this has been helpful for anybody who is wondering what the hell the narcissist wants from them and i hope that my tips are very helpful for you in order to deal with this situation and deal with the emotions that come your way remember don't repress your emotions and i know they feel very uncomfortable if you have been repressing them for a long time totally totally normal to react to your emotion and push it back down completely normal because that's what you've been doing your whole life so give yourself the permission to feel and take baby steps be gentle with yourself don't expect that you're going to get it right on the first try because this is something that's completely foreign to you if you have been repressing those emotions for such a long time it's super uncomfortable because it's a new thing But as you keep doing it, as you keep trying, keep trying until you actually do it. You know, don't just give up on it. Because this is the way that you're going to be able to set yourself free from the physical pain, from the emotional pain, from the inner turmoil that's going on in your brain. All right, have a great week. And I hope everyone is staying safe this week with uh, all the stuff that's going on in the world. So yeah, we will see you next week. Bye.